Hey guys, welcome to a new episode of the podcast. And actually, before we get started on our new episode, do me a favor. Why don't you just subscribe wherever you're watching or listening to this podcast? It, it would really go a long way to helping out the podcast grow. So please subscribe wherever you are watching or listening. Our Instagram and TikTok are our family Bases pod. Bases is like base. B-A-S-E-S. Family Bases pod. Please subscribe. Now enjoy the episode. And welcome to episode... What episode number is it? I think it's 22. 22. So welcome to episode 22 of the On Family Base podcast. My name is Jake. My name is Ben. Jake, real quick before you jump in. Who's your yeah. favorite player to ever wear number 22? So. Bro, I can't think of anyone. Emmett Smith. Go ahead. I, I mean, being from Chicago, Emmett Smith. Oh, Matt Forte. Then. Well, How about that? Chicago Bears, Matt Forte. All right, that's not bad. I'll stick with that. <laughs> We're going to go every week. I'm going to ask you a different one. Uh, next week, Jordan. No, you can't say him. You got to pick, pick a different one. He's too famous. Uh, we'll save it for next week. We'll save it for next week. Give you time. All right. Time. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. So we are going to transition a little differently because we actually have not recorded or been together in three weeks. So, and we've had episodes come out since then, but... This is the most recent actual conversation. <laughs> so, right, yeah. Ben, Ben, uh, in the last three weeks, uh, what you been up to? What's uh, a highlight? Yeah, I missed uh, two weeks ago. I think I had COVID. I think that was the week I <clears throat> I might have been sick with COVID. That was, I think, mo- uh, a month ago. <clears throat> Maybe. Did I have no idea? It does yeah. feel like forever since I've seen <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. But... Um, yeah, I'll just give you the, the cliff notes because I'm not really sure. Basically, uh, I had a lot of parties, like family parties running around. Has you know my wife's dad's birthday, and then we did some stuff at the house. Um, hung out, spent. I uh, went to a Sox game, which, I'm sure, which I'm sure we'll I, talk about later. Oh, oh, um, we will. I went to a I went to a White Sox game. That was a lot of fun. Um, and then I saw Doctor Strange. I uh, I didn't love it. I wanted to love it, and I didn't love it. I gave it up. Don't, don't talk about it. I haven't seen it yet. Okay. All right, all right. Um, so that I, I saw some Doctor Strange. And I think oh, I went to Top Golf for the first time. That was really fun. That was cool. Um, have you ever gone? Have you ever gone to a driving range at all? Have you ever played I've at been, all? I've been to a driving range. I've not played a round of golf. Or I've never been to Top Golf. I feel like everyone's been there now, but I haven't. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot of fun. It was my first time. Uh, yeah. I went with Drew and uh, Viv and yeah. know, my wife. Um, so yeah, dude, we we just been hanging out a lot, doing that kind of stuff. It's been nice. Um, I think we're playing another Cubs game here in a couple weeks, maybe. And uh, oh, and last weekend I got to babysit. For Dan, I saw Juliana and Dominic for a couple hours, so that was really nice. 
Nice. Um, yeah. So they're they're doing great. They're adjusting, you know, to life. Right. With, uh, with, with, with the change. Um, but they're doing well and Katie's doing well. So I'm um, really happy for them. So big shout out to Dan. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's basically been it. And then, you know, obviously trying to catch uh, whatever Cubs game or Cubs scores because I don't have marquee, so I can't watch Cubs games. But mm. uh, obviously I'll get the scores and then catch whatever games I can on Prime because they do like a free game yeah. a day yeah. or whatever. So it's basically, because it'll be like, here's the Guardians and the Pirates. And I'm like, right. well, it's right. literally better than nothing. So I'll watch a couple innings of that. And then I know you're not the biggest NBA fan, but the uh, NBA playoffs have been insane. Uh, so I've been watching as much of that as I can as well. So what yeah. about you, buddy? Uh, so. Up. I mentioned uh, when we last talked three weeks ago, but uh, we, my family was very fortunate um, and it just seemed to be the best time for all of us that uh, we actually had been promising my daughter that we'd go to Disneyland in LA uh, as soon as the pandemic is over and it's not over has been just recently had COVID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, Hesu's, uh, uh, Hesu's grandparents have it now, or just got over having it now. So God bless their, right. you know, they're they're in their late eighties. So thankfully, yeah, they, they made it out. Yeah. So the pandemic is not over, but we actually got to go, and uh, it was great weather when we were there. Uh, we went on a ton of rides, did a bunch of stuff. Uh, yeah, I mean the point was, my six-year-old had fun. Yeah, it was. Exactly. I think yeah, it yeah. was a good memory. But I mean, if you are watching this on YouTube, you'll see my shirt. I got a pun shirt. A pun shirt. This is oh, called. Good. It says "Saber of the Moment" for Darth Vader on it. So, um, yeah, I mean it was overall uh, a good time. And then, so I, we talked about this before we were, you know, on the. <laughs> on the podcast but then from la we drove to dallas's wedding in nashville uh from la and so that was a long drive yeah. some part some parts of that drive were okay and some of those parts were not fun and some of those yeah, parts absolutely. are I'd be ha- I'd be happy to never see some of those parts again. <laughs> um, so yeah, yeah, that's that's such a long drive. Yeah. yeah, I mean it took us uh quite a few days and uh and whatnot. Um but I mean again we got there. It was great. That's the reason why Dallas is not on is because it was just his wedding. We're not going to force him on right now or anything. Um, but yeah, so it was it was a good time. And then we came back and I'm just happy to be in my own bed. Oh, sure. Yeah. That's, it's fun. That's like it. when you go on vacation, it's great. But it's always that first night sleep back in your own bed when you come back. It's just it, mm. it's different. You know, it, it hits a little bit. It's a little bit different. Let me ask you this. You've been to Disneyland and Disney World? Yeah. Which one do you prefer? Because I've never been to the California one. I've never been to Disneyland. It it depends on what you you want and what you like. 
if you like classic Disney, um, like old school stuff like Alice and one in uh the Wonderland stuff and Mr. Toad and kind of like the old it was Disneyland was the first. Um, so it has a lot of like vintage classic aspects. It does have new stuff, but Disney World is like a you have to go for like I mean, honestly, if you want to get a full experience Disney World, you should probably go for at least five days. Yeah, and just take out another mortgage on your house to do so. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so Disneyland is uh, cheaper. Yeah, you can go. You can go for one day. Uh, two days is better. So is I mean I I like both. Whatever, whatever. Uh, my wife and daughter want to go to and have fun at. I don't care. Sure. Never. What's your so. stance on uh, Six Flags? Boo. Dude, it's great for us in Illinois, though. Yeah, but, I mean, anyway, so from the city, I mean, you have to take it a real drive to get out there. And yeah, Gurney. I mean, it's 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 up there. Yeah. Dude, but I mean, Six Flags was fun when um, we went the what the second to last time I think I ever I ever went. Uh, my buddy Fitz, so you know Fitz. Yeah. Right. Um, so we he had some kind of inside pass to go to Fright Fest like a week before it opened mm. to the public. Mm. So they were still kind of setting stuff up, and people were like working on their characters and yada yada yada. Um, so McNeil was there with us. And yeah. have you ever been in the Superman ride? The one where you're, you're strapped up. No, uh, no. So, you, so you, it comes over you like this, and you're kind of like dangling in the air. And you're supposed oh, to be like flying like Superman. Right. And uh, yeah, McNeil sobbed like a baby, cried the whole time. And when I tell you, he was probably 28, 27, 28. Like too old, too old to be crying on a, on a roller coaster. Well, as That's soon as sure. we as soon as we get him on, we're definitely gonna mention that. Oh, yeah. I oh, did yeah. not know about that, but that yeah. that'd be fun. Um, you know what? Let's actually just jump right into the Cubs. So first base is always talking about the Cubs. We're from Chicago, we're Cubs fans. But to be honest, over the last month, it has not been fun to be a Cubs fan. The first couple weeks gave us some hope. They were around 500, even over 500. And last month, they have been mostly bad. <laughs> Most of the time, yeah. I mean, outside of, again, we're recording this on Monday, the 16th. So they, they finally won a series. Their second and third series they won this year. They won the last two series against Padres and then against the Diamondbacks. Uh, so they've only won three series ever this year. If you're the one they've split or lost. So it's not been fun, to be honest. No. Uh, so the question I had right off the top, uh, I think the Cubs... As I'm as we record this, I want to make sure I'm getting this right, so I'm not like slandering them um, by saying how like if they're worse than you know what they're actually 
actually are. So the Cubs entering today are 13 and 20. They will probably win this game. They're 13 and 20. So 14, 14 and 20 going into Tuesday. So Ben, I want to ask you, are the Cubs just in a slump or are the Cubs just showing us who they are? <clears throat> so the Cubs are bad. Mm. Cubs are Cubs are bad. They're yeah. they're this is who they are. You know what I mean? Mm. We're gonna if, if we play, let's just call it five series a month, right? Like, and I know that's not right, but let's just do five series a month. Okay. They're gonna lose three of them, guaranteed. Might split yeah. one, lucky to win one. So based on those numbers, you're gonna lose a hell of a lot more than you're gonna win. Yeah, and so. Everything has not been great. Justin Steele pitched well yesterday. Yeah. Uh, so that was a nice, you know, nice little bit for him. And the Cubs are obviously crushing it right now. But you remember what we talked about when they put up the 21 runs or whatever? Yeah. I was like, they're going to score all their runs in one game, and then that's going to score for a week. And this is what's going to happen today. They're going to put up a bunch of runs, and then the bats are going to go ice cold. And we're probably going to end up losing to the Pirates, you know, losing the series to the Pirates. Yeah, so it's, you know, I think, but, but to answer your question, yeah, this is this is basically who the Cubs are. Yeah, I I I want to be optimistic, but I can't help but be realistic. I feel like I am I'm always the default realistic Cubs fan. I believe this is who they are. I believe if you extrapolate thirteen and twenty over the season, this is just what you get. And I don't think they're a 500 club. I think they're under. I don't think they're going to be super under, but you never know. I mean, that's just kind of how the Cubs do. Um, so what did we say? There's six games under five. If they win today, there's six under 500. Yeah. Where were you? Where record-wise would you be happy at the All-Star break? Um. Oh, geez. Obviously, that's um, the months away, so we have plenty of time. Right. Right. But where where would you feel most comfortable uh, with a record at the All Star break within ten games under five hundred? Would you Would you feel like that's a success for this team? If the Cubs are still like six, I'd say six seven under. I think they but that's a good first half. I think sure. for them. Sure. Yeah. So um what 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 do I think is realistic? Yeah, I think it's probably fifteen under. Um <clears throat> but somewhere between fifteen and ten under, something like that. that. That'll sure make getting uh ninety seven wins pretty hard. Yeah, yeah. But you know I what? Mean, we're doing it, we're with it. No, we I immediately you are gonna have to hold to that ninety-seven. You you Ooh. predicted the Cubs are gonna win ninety-seven, and uh, I'm gonna say they uh, they'd be lucky to go five hundred as as they're playing right now. Yeah. But uh, yeah. I I did I put this in the outline for us to talk about. So we talked to I I just as I've been watching the Cubs. And said, I mean, actually, since I've been gone in LA, then traveling across the country to Tennessee, I've actually been able to watch games, which is actually uh, 
still nice to do as yeah, sure. drive, driving across across country. Um, but uh, I thought when I was watching them, the first three things that came, they really came to mind were were the Cubs look good or yeah, the Cubs look good. Oh, no, the Cubs look bad. No, the Cubs are just ugly. They are horrendous. So those are really the three I wanted to break down. So what's something good? What's something bad? What's something ugly that you've seen from the Cubs? I'll start off. Um, so the good thing is I think what most people, and you don't have to be a Cubs fan to know this is a good part of the Cubs. Wilson Contreras is good. Tonight, yeah. as we as we've recorded, before I even uh, came back down to my desk right here, was uh, Wilson Contreras hit, hit his 100th home run, his career 100th, and it was a grand slam. Boom. He is, a, I think he is a top three, four catcher in baseball. He puts up numbers offensively. Uh, so he can't be DH or he can't play the outfield at times. He's, I think, he's a great defensive catcher as well. He does well uh, calling calling games. Um, Wilson Contreras, to me, when I watch Cubs, I think he is the definite good thing about the Cubs. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to argue against that. <clears throat> I think he's kind of the de facto captain of the team now that Rizzo's gone. Like I, you know, they're not going to make a big deal, you know, make a whole whole thing out of it. But I just think he's probably him and what Hayward are the longest tenured Cubs still, or in that conversation in that group of guys. Um, my thing though is Haps having a really good year. Yeah, you know, he's still batting over two eighty, which for him, I mean. It seems like he has a really good month uh, where he'll hit some home runs, his batting average will go up, and then the whole rest of the season he's struggling to stay over 220, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I've always been a big Hap fan. I actually was at his Major League debut um, on Mother's Day against the Cardinals wow. in St. Louis. Cool. So that was fun. Uh, but so I've always kind of just liked him and, and the fact that he's, um, you know, let's see. He is three for three today with an RBI and a run scored. So hmm. he's hitting really well. Um, but, yeah, I mean, he's he's my guy. I would have to say Hap's off to a huge uh, huge start for him, you know, and hopefully that carries on for the rest of the guys. Yeah, you know, the outfield to cut for the Cubs is, is, was a question coming into the year for sure. And I think will continue to be a question. But Ian Hap has been a great mainstay. And again, he moved from center field to left field this year. So even that, he's playing well defensively as well. So, yeah, he's he's playing good. But I do have to say, if you look at the other corner outfield spot, we were raving about Seiya Suzuki. His start of the year was unquestionably good. Yeah. But but just as a rookie, just as an international player coming over to the pros, 
he hit a massive slump. And currently, he went from hitting close to 400 to now he's hitting about 255, I believe, and during tonight. So, he he hit a massive offense slump. He still make plays in the in the corner, still make some good defensive plays, but his big thing was offense. And the, I mean, so if you want to say a bad thing about the the Cubs. His his slump was just at the same time as the Cubs the Cubs slump, so it was it it was bad to see. That's all for me. I mean, sure, you could go with other options, but when I see him play, I'm like, bro, like figure figure something out, uh, make the adjustment. So it's been hard. Yeah, I mean, and and it's still really early. Right, yeah, really early, yeah. but it's still plenty of. I mean, he's not even. He might be twenty-eight years old, twenty-seven, right? Seven. 27, 28. So like, he's got plenty of time to figure it out. I'm, you know, he, the fact that he is still betting two fifty-seven, it's not great, but it's okay. There's a lot worse guys on major league rosters that are betting two fifty-seven. I'm just saying. I mean, for this early in the year, this early in his career, I'll take two fifty-seven. It's not bad. Here's my bad, right? And I don't I have two parts, but I don't know which one's bad and which one we want to do for ugly. <laughs> okay. So my bad, I'll make the expectations that I had for Frank Schwindel. Mm. I don't know why. Yeah. I was excited. I mean, obviously last year was an aberration, you know, like he was never gonna do that again. Uh, he yeah. was never going to hit 330 or whatever. He batted crazy numbers yeah. and, and yeah. do all that. But it's still, he's been off to a really uh, rough start. Um, so for he, for that, he's my he's my bad uh, player on the Cubs right now. Yeah, moment. yeah. You know, uh, I think I, I, th- I mean, I don't know if this was you know, someone putting out some nonsense news or if they changed their mind, but I thought he was about to get sent down last week. Yeah, no, but, I heard the same thing. That, but then all of a sudden he's starting. I'm, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it he, was something. He, so they were getting ready to send him down, and then I think we yeah. had somebody get COVID. And mm. since we put someone on the COVID list, they were just like, well, since he's already here. Just yeah, might as, well, might as well just hang out. And, uh, yeah, yeah, time uh, down, yeah, that's true. Um, but in in Schwindel's offense, he did get the game-winning RBI against the Diamondbacks on on Sunday night. So that's something. But yeah, he's sure. not been living up to half the expectation expectation we thought, but. I want to save this, and I'll just jump straight into it. The ugly for the Cubs has been their starting pitching. Mm. The starting pitching. So, before the game tonight, I never watched pregame. But today, for some reason, I did. So, they were talking about the Cubs bullpen. Did you know the Cubs bullpen is, like, top three in most of the major categories, top I did not know three, top three. So, it, and if they're thirteen and twenty in your top three in bullpen, something your, else has to be your, your starters <clears throat> suck. Like, I mean, 
is, yeah, Justin Steele can have a good game. Kyle Hendricks had that one game where he went into the ninth inning and uh, yeah. almost threw a shutout. He mm-hmm. can do that. Guys can have good games, good moments, but the Cubs starters have just been horrible. I mean, even Marcus Stroman, uh, Justin Steele has had horrible games. Uh, Hendricks, just like Hendricks does, he gives up home runs. He has He's had multiple bad games. Yeah. They've only had like six quality starts or something this year. As a whole staff, I mean, the ugly thing for me as I watch the Cubs is, can you just get to the fifth inning and then not be like give up six runs or five runs? If you can do that, the bullpen can't hold. But it's just been bad. It's been not bad. It's been ugly. Yeah, no, it's been it's been disappointing. Because you 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 know you Miley's pitch of the day he's got an area under three, but I think he hasn't been up that long, right? Hasn't he just made a couple starts? This is only his second start, right? Okay, so you know hopefully he gets into the groove and he's looking good, and then maybe the other guys start feeding off that. But you're absolutely right; it's been um, super disappointing. But it hasn't been as ugly as my thing, Jake, which I thought you were going to steal from me. I thought you were going to go with the same. Ugly. So, this Cubs player has played in 31 games this year, has 117 plate appearances, and has struck out 50 times. <laughs> I actually don't know. So, it is Patrick Wisdom, who obviously last year came out of nowhere, hit a bunch of home runs for us. You know, he was looking like a real deal. People liked him. He ended up batting 231 on the year, struck out 153 times in 375 at-bats. So he is right on pace to continue. Probably, I mean, he's on a higher pace to strike out more. But yeah. that is an insane number of strikeouts. So to know that you're either going to strike out or get out in some other way, because he's only batting like 200 this year. What is he batting? No, he is, no, no, he's he's having a, a decent uh well not man, I thought, Yeah, so I think he's gonna enter into I don't know he, as of tonight, after tonight so far, he has a two sixteen average. Nice. I did not know it was that low. So there you go. So again, you know, anybody who realistically looked at the Cubs roster knew that a guy like Patrick Wisdom isn't a guy that you build your team around. Right. He was expected to be just like, hey, he's a fill-in guy until the Cubs figure it out, get these, you know, these minor leaguers right. turned over and kind of – but he's not even looking like he can manage that. You know, if you're going to bet over 200 and strike out literally half the times you're at bat, yeah, someone else can do your job. You you can find someone else to do that. You know what I mean? So yeah, but Joe, that's my you all, and you you also know that in today's game, strikeouts aren't seen as like the worst thing. Yeah, no, I, that's I, true. I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't agree with that at all. But yeah. like, there, it's like if you ground out or you strike out, it's an out. So. 
I I don't agree, but that so either way, but it's still the batting average between 216. Uh he, only, he so far he has six home runs, 17 RBIs. Um yeah. Um so I guess both of the uh breakout stars of last the second half of last year, Wisdom and Schwindel, are your bad and ugly? They're on my poop list. They're on my poop yeah. list. I mean, realistically, dude, so this is kind of how you have to see it, and this is how I look at, like, when I'm feeling bad about the Bulls or the Bears or something. Yeah. I look yeah. at them, and I'm like, could this guy – how many other rosters in the NFL would this guy be on? How many mm. other rosters in the NFL would – or in, uh, other rosters in the NBA would this guy be on? Yeah. Like, realistically, is Patrick Wisdom starting for any other team in Major League Baseball, third base? I mean, it, it's probably less than three. No. No, I mean, I. you can easily say he will be – he would be starting for any of the any of the teams that are below the Cubs. So yeah, even so like – so – yeah, I mean, we'll get, get into yeah. Well, yeah, but the bad teams, but any team that's better than the Cubs, I mean, yeah, that's it's hard. So, I mean, yeah, so, and, I mean, and, and again, your expectations coming into the season is knowing Schwindel and Wisdom aren't the saviors of your franchise, but you still expect them to do better than what they're doing. So, yeah, I think rightfully right. so, the bad and the ugly – for those two guys until they can turn it around. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not sure how to, uh, how to process their lack of production. If it's just, yeah, if it's too high of expectations or if it's the over optimism of Cubs fans or rooting for guys who are like 30 year old rookies um stuff like that i don't know but it's it's definitely hard yeah i think a lot of it is us looking at the small sample size we got last year yeah and thinking hey they could probably they could probably do this again and then you realize like you said if they had it all figured out they wouldn't be 30 years old making their major league debuts on bad teams you know and i guess wisdom had a cup of coffee with the rangers and he played with the cardinals for a little bit too yeah, Schwindel sure. Was um, on Kansas City, but like, you yeah. know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they're their first significant playing time, I should say. Yeah. No, you're right. So that's all. It's something uh, <laughs> um, to, uh, to look forward to. And, you know, we actually just talked about uh, the power rankings. Power rankings. Sorry, I'm going to slur. Just <laughs> a part of having a brain injury. You're going to slur sometimes. But uh, the power rankings uh, for this week just came out, uh, as they always do on Mondays, which is kind of helpful for us. Yes. <laughs> but uh, but uh, the Cubs, I think it was about a month, a month and a half ago, the Cubs were ranked 21st. Now, in, in what direction do you think the Cubs, do you think they moved up in the power rankings, or do you think they moved down? Uh, I cannot possibly believe that they've moved up going five and nine in their last 
you know, last yeah. 15 games or whatever. So I'm going to say that they moved down. I'm going to say that they're in – because I didn't look at this beforehand, so this is a genuine guess yeah. off the top of my head. I'm going to say they are 24th right now. Close, 22. Okay, so they moved yeah. down, but not, not a precipitous fall. As I think we mentioned last time we talked about the Cubs and the rankings, every team below them is just bad. So (laughs) they are the worst okay team. Yeah. Or 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 the another way is they are the best bad team. Best bad team. So yeah. I mean it's a glass half full, glass half empty kind of feel. However, however you're feeling, you know. Yeah, you know, we talked like the Cubs enough. Why don't we talk about the top five in the rankings uh, this week? Let's do it. Uh, so uh, I'll read them off and then I'll ask you a couple questions. So, number one, or I'll go five to one this five time. One. So, number five is the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Do we want to go list first or you want me to go one at a time? Yeah, this is what will happen as I'll list them and then I'll ask you a couple of questions based on that. So number five, LA Angels. Number four, Houston Astros. Number three, New York Mets. Number two, LA Dodgers. And the new number one team in the power rankings this week, New York Yankees. So Ben. First reaction from there, I want to I want to hear this. Of those five teams, I want I'll ask this. Of those five teams, who are you most surprised to see in those in that top five? I'll tell you who I'm most disappointed to not see, and that's the Texas Rangers. Okay. Um, that's not we're not, <laughs> no. we're not so honestly, not genuinely though, because it's the same, it's the same division. Um yeah. I would say the Angels. Because I don't think any of us really had super high expectations. Because up to this point, they've never they made the playoffs once in Mike Trout's career, I think. And I think they lost in the first round. Zero. Okay, zero, zero times. So this is what I'm saying. So it's not like – it's not unprecedented. You know, it, it is unprecedented that they're, uh, yeah. that they're actually yeah. playing and competing. You know, Syndergaard's been healthy. Trout stayed healthy. Otani's been healthy. You know what I mean? So they're riding the wave. Um and so that's the most the most surprising to me. And then the other one would be again in the same division is I didn't think the Astros would be as good as they are, but it just seems like they're just one of these teams that no matter who you put up, you know they're just good. They're just good. Well, they're just good. If you if you think about it, the Astros have pretty much brought back the same roster outside of Korea. I mean, pretty much. And so yeah. I mean that's, that's and the guy they have playing shortstop now is pretty pretty damn good. I think yeah, he's gonna be pretty good. So I mean he's a rookie. He's uh, he's put up good numbers. I mean for rookie he's playing well. And again, if he's the worst player on that great team, that's not bad. But yeah, uh, but no, I do think I'm most surprised about the Angels so far this year. Um, they are still below the Astros in their same division, but the fact they've made it this far, this far into the year, is good. It's yeah. a good sign. So, I was lo- I was looking at this, and 
the Angels starting rotation. So the Angels have historically had a bad rotation, bad bullpen. Pitching is always the issue. Last year, the MLB draft, the Angels only signed, only drafted pitchers because they were so concerned. The starting rotation for the Angels is up there. It's top five in the league. Easy. Really good. So yeah. you, you have Otani, you have Syndergaard, uh, you have Sandoval, who has an under two ERA. You actually have at your number four, Lorenzen, who has an under two ERA this year. And then you have the guy who just threw a no hitter, no hitter in his 11th career start in Reed Detmers. Good. And everyone believes he's going to be great. Point being is, I think they actually have a chance of continuing. Always the big caveat. Caveat: If they stay healthy, but it doesn't matter. I'm saying if they continue with this base, with this roster, and their they have that production from their their pitchers, they can make it. But uh, you know, Ben, I did want to ask you this: from those those five. So again, Angels at five. Astros at four, Mets at three, Dodgers at two, Yankees at one. I want to ask you this. The Angels are the most surprising, but I'll ask you uh, this question. Of those five teams, who is a pretender? Who is not really a top five team? Who is at the end of the year is not going to be a top five team? Can the answer also be the Angels? It, you know what? It can't because be because health, like, dude, health is health is going to be the biggest thing for that team. Yeah, like you, you, you have the best player in baseball. You have the best two-way player maybe ever, and you have a guy in Thor who, when healthy, is electric. Yeah, but that when healthy is very, very rare. Um, but I think so. Not to poop on their parade because I just picked them in the last thing to be the most surprising. I'm going to say the Mets are going to met at some point. Oh, no way, bro. I picked the Braves in that division. No way. I don't remember who I picked in the AL East. Did we all go Blue Jays? No, I think uh, Dan picked the Yankees. Okay, so Dan sucks. But <laughs> Well, of course. Uh, um, no, so I would say the Mets at some point are going to be the Mets and are going yeah. to uh, poop the bed. Oh, no. Bro, I got... I got the Mets and the Dodgers going seven in the NLCS. I don't know who's coming out, but I think the Mets are for oh, real. Huh? Again, especially since they don't have DeGrom right now. And they are top three without DeGrom, arguably, arguably the best pitcher in baseball right now, or arguably the best pitcher stuff-wise with Clayton Kershaw in that decade, so and they're so they're top three. I I'm, I think the Mets are good. Dude, as so, I'm just noticing in yeah. like my camera, looks like my nose is bright red, like I've been drinking all day. Hester and I went to the beach this afternoon, so just so oh, all right, all right. I got a little I got a little right. sun, got a little tanny tan. If you, if you guys are watching or if you guys are listening, I want you to go on YouTube and check out that red nose looking like Rudolph over there. Rudolph. Rudolph Valentino. Dude, the Cubs I mean, are going to blow this. What's the uh, score right now? 
Just no, some dude named Michael Rucker is pitching, who I don't even know who that is, but he's given up two hits in the top of the eighth. So we're still up nine nothing. So the, realistically, right, we're not going to lose it. I'm just bro, being dramatic. Come, this guy has thrown a thousand balls. A thousand balls. A thousand. Maybe maybe not, two thousand. Not, not an overreaction. A thousand <laughs> balls. I'm being. Right. I'm being. You know, being realistic. Go ahead. All right. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna answer that that same question, but I'm gonna ask you a question about the was White Sox game you went to because oh, we sure. have to talk about that. So, yeah. uh, who's a pretender of those top five teams? I believe of those teams. Again, if I'm not gonna you know crap all over the Angels, same <laughs> as you. I'm gonna have to say the Yankees. I'm wow. I know I know I'm getting there. I know Aaron Judge is having an MVP uh year. Uh Stanton is, is great. Uh I mean across the board, they're playing well, they're pitching pitching well. Uh uh Nestor Cortez is you know a, a phenom. He's out of nowhere, so, dude. Social media, so social media darling. So I mean, good. he's anyway. So, but I have to say, if the Yankees, everyone says the Mets are going to bet. The Yankees, the last couple of years, have really screwed up at the end. Like, really bad. Yeah. I mean, they made the, they made the playoffs last year. But lost in the wildcard game to the Red Sox, who this year are horrible, <laughs> atrocious. They, I, th- I, again, I think the Yankees had that great uh, eleven game or like eleven or something game one streak. But I'm, I'm still gonna say of those five teams, and if I'm not gonna shit all over the Angels right now, shit the Yankees. The Yankees are like I think a top ten team, top fifteen, top ten I'd say, but I don't think they're top five, let alone number one. I feel like that's just stupid. Like I know, I know it's right now. Yeah, I was but, gonna say let's. I guess we'll check back next time. You know, next week by the time yeah. these come out again. Yeah, baseball's weird like that, where you know, Yankees could also lose eight games in a row, and they're right, right. Seven in the power rankings next week, you know. But right, so you know what? A team that actually a lot of people picked to win the AL this year, including all four the, of us, is the, is the White Sox. You went to a White Sox team, and before yes. we actually talk about the White Sox, you went to a White Sox game. Were you at the White Sox game that they blew that lead? I was, I was. you were there. So here's the best part, right? So we get there and let let's uh, set the scene. Let's set the scene. What was what was the the score of the White Sox Guardians game in the ninth inning? So here's the, well, I'll get there in a second. So we okay. get there. It was five dollar tickets because it was supposed to be for mm. Cinco de Mayo, but the Sox were away, right? So they ran right. their Cinco de Mayo promotion last Monday. Yeah, and. So we bought the tickets, right? They were supposed to be up in the nosebleeds. But the Sox Stadium, you can pretty much just walk walk the concourse. Like, yeah. you don't really have to stop. And they have, like, these 
these rails where you can like drink and, and eat your food and watch the game kind of in the outdoor. Yeah. So me, Drew, Dave, and Viviana went to the game. And Sox are, you know, obviously they're home, so they're pitching. It's the bottom of the first. The Indi- or the Guardians have a couple guys on base. Hit a line drive right at uh, Gavin Sheets out in yeah. right. Field. Yes, yes. Dude, I mean, a routine fly ball biffs it, right? <laughs> Run comes in and scores. And everybody in the entire arena is booing Gavin Sheets like you wouldn't believe I also I don't know. Did you hear what the uh, broadcaster said uh, when Gavin Sheets made that air? Like you got to be shitting me, right? Is yeah, like that? yeah, yeah. You got to be shitting me. Yeah. All right. So anyway, Dude, I mean, it's, it was a, a really routine. Like, and I get he's a first baseman by nature, so you know you yeah. don't really. But whatever, dude. You've played enough baseball in your life, right? You should right. know how to catch a line drive. But anyway, Go so ahead. he comes up in the bottom of the first. Hits a grand slam. <laughs> so then immediately he went from the most hated man in the entire stadium to the yeah, most loved yeah. person in the entire stadium, right? So right. it's about the seventh, eighth inning. At this point, we all had drank and like people had to get home because there was work. It was a weeknight and right, stuff like that. Right, so we left right. the game. We left the game oh, and no. the Sox were up eight to one. Okay. So Drew goes, you know, we're going to go get dinner. So we, we go – Get dinner. By the time we sit down and order our food, Josh Naylor had hit the three-run home run to tie it. Or, or however, I don't even remember how it even broke down, but Naylor hits the three-run home run. And then by the time we finished eating, the Sox had lost. You left the game, though. Yeah, I don't care. It was a White Sox game that I spent $5 on. I wouldn't have left a Cubs game, but uh, a White Sox game, I don't mind me. All I'm saying is, Stay to the end. That's all I'm saying, bro. Because you know what? Cardinals fans could have left the game, but Sunday night they saw Albert Pujols pitch in the ninth inning when they were up like 13 runs. So all I'm saying is just stay next time. Well, it's just, you know, I was outvoted. It was majority rules, you know. Uh, but anyways, dude, we, we, we had a really good time. It was a lot of fun. Um, I went and my wife and I did a little uh, thrift sh- thrift shopping. Ooh, Macklemore, what's up? Yeah, right? I was popping them tags. Uh, mm. And then at the thrift store, they had a Mark Burley jersey for $15 in my size. Cool. So I was like, sure, sure, well, sure. absolutely buying this. So I bought sure. it, and that's that's what I was wearing at the game. Uh, that I was so rudely, rudely assaulted for on social media, oh. cyberbullied by the rest of you. Just, and again, if you're listening or watching this, I, if I get permission from the other people in the photo, I'm posting that photo of you in that white sock jersey. Because as soon as I saw that, the first word that came to mind was, Forgive me, but the first my first word that came to mind was traitor. Yeah, yeah. because right. we we talked anyway. So, um, yeah. So you all of a sudden, quote unquote, buying this cheap jersey, jersey. Burley jersey for fifteen no way. bucks, bro. No it was way. a good deal. Yeah, so I'm, I'm sure. Show. I'm sure you had that saved in your closet just in case. Yeah. Just in case I went to the session. So let yeah. me ask you this, because McNeil and I talked about this at the game, right? He says this is his biggest sports pet peeve, and I want to know your opinion on it. 
Okay. You go to a game. Let's say you're at a Cubs White Sox game. Somebody walks in with like a San Francisco Giants jersey. Mm. What's your stance on that? He hates it. He goes, "You shouldn't be allowed to wear a jersey that isn't involved in the two teams playing." <laughs> no, because we're at the Sox game, and this guy walks in, Jake. You get a Dodgers like old school catcher's helmet, right? Like okay. without the flaps on the ears. Oh, All right. giant, he had a giant like jersey, giant sombrero, okay. blue knee high socks. Okay. This guy was he was in it, but I'm like, that's dedication. That's that's different. You asked me a question, and then you said this guy dressed up as a gladiator. All right, Essentially, so, yeah. So to the first question, I I believe it has a lot to do with motive. So I'm getting a little deep on this, but okay, okay. If if the person was you know someone from out of town, or you know what something like that, or I don't know, like genuinely a Giants fan or something, and they went to a game and they just wore it because that's the baseball thing. I think that's fine, but if the person their motivation is is to be like you know what like I'm sh- I'm showing up to this game and screw them I'm gonna wear my own, like all right that that's stupid like take so it going off. going to a Cubs going to a Cubs Padres game in a Cardinals jersey just to stick it to the Cubs you mean or just to be like an instigator yeah yeah the, like. Yeah. Like, all right, that's stupid. But if you're like, when I was in LA, I had the chance to go to an Angels game. I chose, we chose not to. I said we because it was a a team decision. But uh, like, I went there and I I have Cubs hats. I don't wear hats of teams I don't support. Sure. Um. So if you're watching this, I only wear like Cubs, Blue Jays, uh, Braves, kind of simple on that. Anyway, uh, so if I was going to an Angels game and I just wore like this hat, uh, I'm not trying to start some. It's just like the I I brought it with me. Sure, but but like if I'm bringing this hat and they're playing like yeah the cardinals or the brewers like what why why am i wearing it but yeah it's just instigating at that point yeah yeah, but you know the second thing you said about someone dressing up like a gladiator or like a raiders fan really essentially yeah all right that you shouldn't be allowed in i don't feel like you should be allowed in like to any arena, even if it's your team, because you look insane and stop it, go away. <laughs> but, but if especially if it's not the team's playing, like bro, like calm down, go home, like, yeah. do something else. Um, so those are two separate things. All right, so let me ask you. Let me ask you this then. Um, oh man. Never mind. You're gonna have to cut that. I don't. I don't remember what I was gonna say. It was All gonna right, be. Well, it was gonna be a baseball, like question about stadiums. 
Oh yeah. Do you uh, are you are you a fan of adults bringing gloves to stadiums to catch balls? At what age? Okay, so here's my thing. At what age is it no longer acceptable to bring a glove to the game? Uh, Dude, you can't be 35 rocking right. up with a glove if you don't have kids there, maybe. Or I, I think, again, this is someone who like, we played baseball growing up into like high school or whatever. <clears throat> but I would say this is that. If I was in high school and I brought my glove, for some reason, I'd be like, why am I doing this? Like, yeah. I'm, I'm 15 years old, like, at that time. Like, what am I doing? Like, just, one, the chances are so small. And then, two, I can, if I'm going to catch a ball, I'll just catch it or run for it. So, I would say, like, I, I've never really thought about it too much, but I'd say like high school. Yeah. It's probably safe. Dude, because then at that age too, remember, I mean, put yourself in 15-year-old Jake, you know, 15-year-old Ben not was that. not responsible enough to take care of 15-year-old Ben, let alone a glove that was expensive for my not-so-very-rich family. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like right. I would have gotten my ass beat if I lost a glove. They're like, all right, well, then now you just don't have a glove. So yeah, sure. that's just what it is. You better borrow someone else's or whatever because you're not getting a new one. Well, I mean, and yeah, also, sorry. Also, for me, I was a catcher, so I'm not bringing a catcher's glove with me. You got to bring the chest protector. and You got to bring the whole yeah. thing. Bring the leg strap just in case, dude, in case the Cubs need a, an emergency <laughs> catcher they can call 15-year-old yeah. Jake out of the stand. I would, I would. All right. You know what? Go ahead. Sorry. No, no, we're fine. I'm just, we're just bullshit. I was, I'm just. I was, I was just gonna say, at even at that age, I feel like I would just be afraid to catch a fastball, yeah, let yeah. alone some of this nasty stuff. Anyway, um, but no, I'd say a uh, glove. I would say like 15, because you should be comfortable around 15, 16 to like not bring one. I think. So we, uh, you remember the year that we coached uh, Dallas, myself, Dan, and Dave yeah. coached a team of people my sister's age. And there was this kid on the team. His name was uh, Pierre, right? Don't remember anything else about the kid at all, except he would drive in from the city. So he was late to every game. And then anytime a fly ball was hit, because you, you couldn't, like, he wasn't skilled enough that you're going to stick him in the infield, right? All right. So he was all definitely right. like, all right, this kid has to play X amount of innings. Stick him in right field or wherever the least danger spot. Yeah, yeah. Dude, but he would try to run up on the ball, glove in hand, take his hat off, and would try catching it with his hat. I was like, fam, you Bro? have to. Yeah, like you have to be kidding <laughs> me. You have the glove. That's what it's for. It's not decoration. You know what I mean? Like that's protect yourself, catch the ball. That yeah. was a fun team. Then you know, one day if we get Dave on and Dallas is on, we'll we'll just go through stories. I and mean, we have so many funny stories from that year, but it was a lot of fun. I just yeah, that that image of the kids sticking out his hat. I mean, I I mean that's not the worst thing I've seen from kids, but is that great? It's not great, but, no. But I mean, he was out there. 
Yeah, he was playing. He was playing. All right. So, so I mean, give him credit on that. So, exactly. you, you know what? We were going to talk about the players of the week. I will just briefly mention them. The AL player of the week was Reed Detmers, who threw a no-hitter. And again, and he's only only his eleventh career start. He's twenty two years old, so hit a good week. You can say that. So, I'll, but the NL player of the week is Bryce Harper. Now, unlike Reed Detmers, Bryce Harper's elbow is completely shot, so he's only a DH. But he put up great numbers this week. I think it was he hit like. He was like 14 for 23 or 14 for 20 something. Um, he had a bunch of home runs. Again, this is someone who has like a torn ligament in his elbow or something, something stupid. So right. I'll just, I'll just mention that. But let's actually move to our third base topic, which is take your pick. These are questions where I ask you, you know, pick either the first option or the second option. Sometimes it's yes or no or whatever, but this time it'll be this or this. Take your pick, which one? This is so, it. Let's do it. So, first one is this past week. Actually, in that Reed Detmer's no hitter, the the Tampa they were facing the Rays, and the Rays put out Brett Phillips to pitch a position player to pitch. Now Anthony Rendon, who's a righty. Hit lefty, switched over like Javi Baez, but unlike Javi Baez, Rendon hit a home run. Was actually successful? Hitting as a lefty. So that was the first one. So would you rather hit a home run opposite, opposite of what your natural batting is, or would you rather hit a home run off Albert Pujols? Because two people did. But which one would you rather do? Hit one so opposite, hand, opposite hand or off pools? I'm going to say opposite hand. And I'll tell mm. you why. Because yeah. uh, I'm sure you remember growing up, Dan and I both fancied ourselves as a bit of switch hitters. We would always just kind of mess around with it. Blue so back. I always liked it. Yeah. Yeah. It was always kind of my thing. Um, I've noticed as I've grown up, like my I do things more with my left hand and stuff. Just, mm. just, just by doing stuff. And my right eye is stronger than my left eye, which is obviously if you're batting left-handed, you, you can see it a little bit easier, a little bit more clear. Um, yeah. So I think I might have been born a natural lefty. And my dad was just like, I don't have any lefty gloves and I don't know how to throw lefty. Right. So you're right-handed. Um, mm. But so, yeah, so my thing would just, I, and I've always loved switch hitters. So hitting a home run on the opposite side would be would be super dope. Yeah, I I could not agree less with you. Yeah. Hit, hitting a home run off a guy who's hit almost 700 home runs in his first time pitching. I mean, Evan Longoria, third baseman for the Giants, just hit a single off pools and wanted to keep the baseball. Hmm. Hitting a home run off pools, bro, that's something you tell your kids. Your grandkids can even know about that. I feel like that would be yeah, something but, I mean, people same, know. But at the same time, it's like, okay, cool, but he's not a pitcher. Yeah, but either is the guy that Rendon. 
I, I know well, sure. I didn't okay. ask that part. Okay, okay. So that I mean that would change it. That would change it. So if it's like yeah. hit a meaningless home run where you're just messing around versus hitting a home run off of a Hall of Famer at a different position, you know, at yeah. So yeah. it would probably be cool. You're right. Yeah. That would be more fun. Maybe that was unfair to put that in there. So I'm just saying. I'm just could saying. have changed. Could have changed the question <laughs> a little bit. All right, hey, so we live and we learn. We live and we learn. Yeah. So the second one is this again. Reed Detmers threw a no hitter, and again in his only in his eleventh career start, which is huge. Mm-hmm. Would you rather throw a no hitter? At any point in your career, or would you like to be the pitcher? So something that happened again in that same game that Pools pitched, Adam Wainwright got his two hundred and third win, but it was also with the same catcher every single game, Yadier Molina. So they got their 203rd career win together as a battery. That's the most in history. Would you rather throw a no-hitter? I would say that early in your career. Or be the pitcher who has the most wins with your catcher. So here's a hot take for you. And I don't know if you talked about this before, but we might have. Uh, I think no hitters are stupid. Mm. So I am very in the not stupid. That that's unfair. They're a win. I mean, that's <laughs> it. That's all. I mean, at the end of the day, there's so many of them nowadays. Yeah. Dude, a team threw a no hitter and lost. You know what? We'll talk about that one next. So that's what I'm just saying. Like, you can't throw a no hitter, lose a game, and it in my brain be meaningful. Like a perfect game. You, that means you absolutely are winning that game because the other guys aren't even getting on base that you could right. You know what I mean? Right. So like, right. perfect game is different. Perfect game is something special. A no-hitter, you know, A.J. Burnett could throw like 14 walks, or, or Ed, Edwin Jackson, I think, walked like 10 guys in a no-hitter. And it's like the fact that Edwin Jackson even has a no-hitter. Like, what are we talking about? It's just – so I'm very yeah. anti-no-hitter. So the fact All that right. I'm anti-no-hitter – I'm sorry. <laughs> the Cubs did win nine nothing, but I would go with uh, that connection with the battery because uh, that means yeah. a longevity. That means b you probably have a great relationship with that guy. He's yeah. a lifelong friend, and that means that guy's had longevity in the league too. So you guys are both paid. You're going to retire by forty and live the rest of your life with fat checks. So I'm yeah. taking I'm taking option two on that one. What about you? Um. The reason why I would say the same thing is simply for the, the, it's a record. As you said, the no hitter is, is great. I think to me, it's great. It's still something. I mean, it's not the best thing, but it's still great. But the record of having that. I think it's something that, again, you get uh, put down in the book for, again, as you said, the relationship, uh, longevity, all that stuff. But a record is a record. 
Yeah. And I feel like that's something you can't take away. So I'd say that. But, you know, you mentioned a second ago, no hitter. The Reds threw a combined no hitter, or really, I mean, it was a no hitter, but um, um, I'm trying to think of how to phrase it. Either way, it was the, they gave up no hits, but they lost the game. So, Ben. Do you want to celebrate the fact that Pirates found a way to win despite not getting hit? Or do you just want to say the Reds suck? Which yeah, one? The, Reds, the Reds suck. Yeah, the Pirates suck. You, sh- you shouldn't, <laughs> A, you shouldn't uh, congratulate a team for only getting one run and getting no hit under any circumstance, right? I don't care how meaningless I just said it was. You shouldn't do it. Secondly... The red. Go ahead. Go ahead. Jump in anytime. No, I'm just saying. The fact they found a way to win despite. I mean, they they did walk. They got walks. They got a base, and that was enough to win. That's Sacrifice something. Yeah, fine. No, I mean yeah. it was in the in the eighth inning. Hunter Green threw. He had 118 pitches. They took him out. He walked two batters. The reliever walked a batter, and then the next batter uh, hit a ball to the second baseman. He made an error that would have turned a double play, but didn't. Mm. And then a runner scored from a walk. So it was it was still an earned run? Sure. Yeah. 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 Still, but yeah. But the Reds. I mean, the the Reds do suck. Let's just Did get that out the way. They lost. They, they lost on a no hitter, but it's not the first time it's happened. Which is even worse because shame on those teams too. <laughs> I don't care who it was. You could say it's the twenty-seven murderers row Yankees, and I'd be like, "You guys <laughs> suck that game. You <laughs> suck." I mean, that's fair. Uh, last time it happened was in two thousand eight, and but there have only been six times in over one hundred and twenty years. So that's a that's a good long while. It's not great. It's not a great thing so to uh, to have in your under record. But uh, yeah. you know, I, I I'm gonna put you in someone else's shoes again. In your shoes, the Reds suck. And I mean, yes, in everyone's shoes, the Reds suck. <clears throat> the Reds players, the Reds players know the Reds suck. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna put you in someone's someone else's shoes. All right. So I just said. My pretender team is the Yankees being number one. But uh, a main reason why they're pulling so well is Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge is leading in home runs. He's up there in RBIs. He's hitting for average. He, he He's doing well this year. In the offseason, he had a chance of signing a big extension. It was over $30 million a year. It wasn't as much or as long as he wanted, so he turned it down. But Ben, if you're in Aaron Judge's shoes right now, he's probably got big ass shoes. Oh, bro, that I mean, yes, fourteens probably. Watching or listening, just Google Aaron Judge, and then I wouldn't say Aaron Judge's feet. Don't Google that. Don't be that. Your, guy. your algorithm's going to be all jacked up. Yeah, I mean, don't be on like you know <laughs> a, a feet feet-finding mission, but uh, Aaron Judge, uh, if you were in his shoes, 
would you want to resign with the Yankees or would you want to walk away and test your town somewhere else? So you're, it's a great question. He's going to get paid either way, wherever he right. goes, he's going to get paid. So right. for him, the question I think, come, and, and for him, meaning me as Aaron judge in this right. situation, the money I know is coming either way. So now I have an option. I think it was a great idea for him to wait. Because now if he's showing up and he's showing out, if he continues yep. at this pace, he, how much extra money did he just make himself? You know, oh, a, a lot. B, by the end of next year, you could kind of see where you are. Like the Yankees yeah. window is about as big as our little square here, right? Like they have maybe, – Maybe. Right. So this is what I'm saying. So he's got to figure out, is it time to crap or get off the pot? You know what I mean? Like are we – am I going to stick around here and we have a chance to win a World Series? Am I going to take my – town somewhere else and and because you're gonna like i said he's gonna get paid regardless he can stay in new york right and live live in new york and and be under that constant you know yankee scrutiny and all that stuff he can go play in kansas city i don't i don't know him personally he's not gonna get the money kansas city but i'm just saying right he can he can go anywhere every single major league team would take him so yeah if you're if you're not interested or if you know the money's there it's not a concern I think this year, the second half of the season, in particular, like I guess the last two thirds of the season, are really going to be the indicator if the Yankees are for real and he's got a chance to win Super, Super Bowls, World Series in New York, or yeah. if he doesn't, done then does he go and take it somewhere else or try something else, or at least explore the market? I mean, he could always re-sign with the Yankees, but yeah. you know, I mean, just see what you're worth out out on the open market somewhere. Yeah. You know, uh, again, I asked you on that. So, 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 would you test the open market, or would you want to resign? What I would test the open market. Do? Yeah, yeah, I would All test right. the open market just to see what you're worth. Just to see what you're worth to other people, because you know the Yankees still want you back anyway. So you know whatever they're going to offer is going to be there. So, yeah, you know what? I'm going to say this. I'm going to make a if it were me type thing. So. Yeah on this i am not resigning with the yankees, yankees because that crap deal they tried to give me give me is the bar the price is going to go up to 40 million a year and he's going to want i'm going to want if i'm Aaron judge even more years he's 30 years old let's remind ourselves he's 30 so if i'm him he's 30 with a history with a history of injuries. So yes. That's the other thing. Yes, but he's also still very good. Last summer, my so again, if I'm him, I'm leaving the Yankees. Yankees because that that offer is just like they don't really value me that it's much. Just yeah. Yeah. So what I'm doing, <clears throat> if I'm Aaron Judge, is I'm being like. I'm gonna test the open market and look for one one team to give me a lot of money, and that is the Angels. Sure. And it if it's for one reason, if I'm Aaron Judge, he's from uh, Fresno, California. I don't know if you know Fresno; it's not a beautiful part of California, mm -hmm. but he is going to be mega rich. In the ability to live in Anaheim or really anywhere in <laughs> California, probably next to uh, 
trout and you're um, gonna need to be mega rich yep. if you're living in, in california i mean if you want to be living it up yes uh but Aaron judge uh wanting to play with possibly shohei and, and again he's up to resign soon so shohei and trout and again their top five team as of right now if the angels can put up money for me i can go home i can make money i can compete why not i can so play other, next to my trout then the other thing you have to ask yourself is what about that other team in la they're down with space Oh, they'll, they'll find space. I, I mean, they, they, they can figure they, some they, stuff out. You figure Justin Turner is going to be off the book soon. They'll, they'll make, they'll make yeah. some moves. They'll, they'll figure it out. Yeah, I mean, and you know, the Dodgers always just sign whoever beats them. He, they sign the best player. They've done it for years, uh, so I, it can happen. But mm-hmm. if I'm Aaron Judge personally, if I'm Aaron Judge, I'm like. I want to go to the Angels, play next to Mike Trout. I can play with Shohei. I can live in it. It can be beautiful weather year round. I'm from there. My family's there. Why not? I'm going there. And you know what? Let's actually. I'm gonna ask you a Cubs question on this, and this will be a last one. Deal. Okay. Would you, if you were, if you are the Cubs? If you are Jed Hoyer, would you re-sign Contreras no matter what it takes? Or would you try to sign two free agents, two great free agents in the the offseason? Two great free agents. I mean, realistically, I would try to trade Wilson. Hmm. Get some prospects back. See what you can get that way. Because the Cubs aren't going to win now. The Cubs aren't aren't winning anything right now. So you might as well stock up on what you can while you can. Yeah. But I think if the options are between keep him or trade him or keep him or sign two people in this place, you sign two people in this place. If they're top top market free agents, are we saying they're free agents on I'm, his I'm, level? I'm, like let's just say I'm, he. I'm how about this? There are two free agents that. Either are equal to one Contreras output or like a little better. Like they have multiple positions filled. Let's say Schwindel, as you said, and Wisdom aren't paying off. They sign a a good uh, first baseman, a good third baseman. Yeah, I would that take that. You would take two. Two over one. Or, yeah. Two over one. Yeah. So where you're wrong, the Cubs, the Cubs have not. You know what? If if I'm if I'm Jed Hoyer, I'm doing that. But if I'm if I and Jed they ask Hoyer, Jake Gonzalez, I'm signing. Can we just keep one guy? <laughs> Can we just keep one guy around? Javi, Chris Bryant, uh, Rizzo. I mean, John Lester. They even let walk. Schwarber, can we just keep? Hey, we got one? Jason Hayward. He's Kyle not Hendricks. even starting. No, I know. Kyle Hendricks right, so, too. So I'm saying, can we just keep one guy? And he again, he won't cost a lot of money. He'll cost money, 
but can we just keep one? If I'm Jed Hoyer, I'm just, I mean, like, Cubs fans, I hear you. I know we traded away a lot of people. We're going to keep this guy. We believe this guy is going to be the face for years. Just me. I think they will do what you're saying. But but me, I'm definitely signing Contreras for as long as he wants. Or not as long as he wants, but please a dec- decent amount. I'm looking at I'm looking directly into the camera. Please, Chicago Cubs, if you're listening, bring back Contreras. Just for Jake. Just to make Just. him feel better. Come on. <sighs> Just do the right thing. Keep one guy. That's so nice. Just one guy. Oh, man. (laughs) I don't think so. I don't think they'll do it. But you know what? I'm going to send that clip to someone. I'm going to send it. Put it on TikTok. All right. So here we go. We're actually going to hit my home plate right now. And we're going to have our hometown take of the week. And Ben... Why don't you uh, tell me your take of the week for Chicago sports team? Let's make it not about the Cubs because we've talked about them for a while. What's your take of the week for any other Chicago sports team? <laughs> I mean, they're all so great right now. Ugh. Um, tell you what, the Bears are in OTAs, maybe. So they're they're meeting each other and they're working out. I know they signed. Uh, I think they signed their first round pick, uh, or their second round pick, the cornerback. Um, so that's about it. Right now we're just in full baseball mode, you know. So it's hard. I guess we could talk about the White Sox. They're they're ass. They've been a huge disappointment this year, you know, as yeah. you and I talked about earlier. Um, but here a little bit. I'm just gonna go rogue on this. Um, so this Thursday, <clears throat> this is 30 podcast. My podcast with Dave will be coming okay. back. We're going to be recording together for the first time in, in a while on Thursday. Okay. So yeah. very excited about that. Um, and we have a really fun uh, quiz show planned for a couple weeks from now that uh, Viviana, Drew, and Dave are going to be the participants. And I'm going to ask them uh, before the game starts that they have to pick a box, right? A mystery box. And inside the box, there is a punishment that they have to do every time that they get a question wrong. Mm. And that's what it's going to be. And then and then we'll just alternate weeks on who's going to be host so that I also get included in stuff. And, uh, and where can <clears throat> people uh, find that? So it's going to be on This Is 30 podcast. It's on uh, Facebook. For right now, and then once we uh, actually record, we'll, we'll put it up on uh, a YouTube page, and then uh, I will give Jake the the tag, and I'm sure he can add it with my stuff here at the bottom. Um, so yeah, so that's be on the lookout for that. That's really exciting, and I have some other ideas for different stuff I want to do coming up um, shortly. So once that all comes into place, you know, I'll let you guys know, and then let obviously Jake know, and then we'll talk about every everything and how it goes but yeah so there's a lot of a lot of fun stuff coming out so that was that was my thing cool. on a little road chicago sports yeah. sucks right now so yeah. a little bit a little bit all right so i've always, i've gotten crap from day one whenever <laughs> i do mention it but i'm going to on, on occasion 
for the Chicago Red Stars, the NWSL women's professional soccer team, the Red Stars, are one and one so far in this season. Just started. They haven't even had their home opener yet. Uh, you know what? As I'm literally saying that as I came out of my mouth, it's like I'm pretty sure they did. All right, so uh yeah, they really had. I don't know what I'm saying, but <laughs> Uh, but they won their home opener. They beat uh, Louisville, uh, Louisville Racing uh, Football Club. They beat them 2-1. But then this past weekend, they played the expansion team, San Diego Wave. They lost that game 2-1. But the big thing for me is my favorite player is Mal Peel. She is a great player. She Where's she from? She's from Colorado. Oh, the way you said her name, it sounded like she was French. Oh, I was gonna I mean, say that's cool. She's French. Could just be my brain injury accent. <laughs> Make so, you sound gonna, French. That's pretty cool. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I've gotten worse things than French. I've gotten <laughs> you sound stupid. Tip thing. Well, so I'm gonna take French. <laughs> I mean, yes, it was rude, but I'm saying I'm back. I've gotten worse. But the point is, the Red Stars are going to be a good team this year. You can watch them. They Most weeks, it's kind of hard to find the exact place they always play because, again, they don't get much national uh, can screen you, time. Can you stream but it? Is it online? Is uh, uh, Paramount Plus is the main place you can find almost all the games. Paramount Plus, uh, they even play some games on in Chicago. They play on UPN. They play uh, oh, wow. so they play on multiple different uh, networks and all that. But anyway, wherever you find them, look them up. They play this this upcoming weekend. They play the twenty second against the Orlando Pride. And that's in Orlando sun, at Sunday at 6 p.m. Again, my my favorite player, Malky, was injured. So you won't see her and you won't see the other forward that they have, who is uh, actually J.J. Watt's wife, Kalayla Watt. Right. Yeah, yeah, uh, I knew that. But she got injured and Malky was injured. So they might be looking super great, but just always fun to watch. There you go. So there you go. Um, you know what'll be fun. Be- you know what'll be fun next week. If we have Dallas back, you should uh, come up with all of the what was it? N- NWSL. NWSL. You should come up with all the cities and have us try to guess the team name. You know what? I can do that. Boom. Because I would not have guessed the racing fan club or whatever you said. What'd you say? It's Louisville Racing Football Club. And again, racing it's football. racing because the uh, Kentucky Derby is in ah, Louisville. That's right. All right. So, and the Red Stars are because the Chicago flag, they are Red Stars, which actually, rep- anyway, there are, there are reasons for things. We can't actually, yeah. You know what? Next week, we will do something like that. Boom. All right. So, you know what? This is actually going to wrap up episode 22 of the On a Family Basis podcast. Again, my name is Jake. And I am Ben. If you are watching on YouTube, still subscribe. If you're watching up until now, click that. Click that one. If you're listening, if you're listening, 
subscribe wherever you're listening do that uh check out our instagram and uh our tiktok i post uh not only clips but also reactions to stuff that's happening during the weekend baseball so check us out there family basis pod so we'll be back next week next wednesday you have another episode so uh come back and listen or watch us or do whatever hopefully Dallas be back so we'll have the three of us yeah perfect all right we'll see you guys bye bye